Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Well, I guess we're reading because Peyton said, well, then read. Is that how it works? Is that how it happens, Peyton? Well, then why aren't you reading? Peyton has a little miss case of the bossy, bossy pen. We're missing book 10. Is that what you're looking for? Yeah. Yeah, I ordered it. It's coming. So we decided. We voted between me and Peyton. (laughs) And we decided on, are we going to read, what are the two series that we were going to read? The Jane, Lumber Jane or what? What was Amelia Bedelia in the drum roll, please? We decided on neither. We're reading Heidi Heckelback. No, Heidi Heckelback is cute, and there's 35 books, so it'll be really cool. And by the time we get to the end, paid book 35 is coming out in January. So I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna be finished with it by then, but. Okay, first of all, don't say that word. That's not a nice word. I don't like that word. Well, I don't like well, better get used to it. And you sure are organizing them so much for not liking them. Oh, she's an organizing freak, which is good. I love that. Okay, Judy Moody, Mood Martian, book 12, chapter number 7, Bad Move itch. When Judy got to school the next morning, her friends, minus Amy plus Jessica Finch, were whispering outside of Class 3T. As soon as they saw Judy, they stopped. Since since when when were Rocky and Frank so palsy-walsy with Fink Faith Finch? Oops, that wasn't a good mood, I thinking. WWJFD, what would Jessica Finch do? Judy tried to sound cheery. Hey, guys, happy Thursday. Frank waved. Jessica smiled. Rocky gave her a strange look. We better get inside, he said. Mr. Todd already blinked the lights once. It was so not working to try and be like Jessica Finch. Her friends just thought she was battier than Batgirl. Mr. Todd had tons of alarm clocks on his desk. Two, three, oh, three, two, one. Bzzz, the clocks went off. Half of the class jumped in the other half of their had their fingers in their ears. It's time, said Mr. Todd, smiling brightly. Time to measure up. Today, we begin our new math unit. Oh, how exciting. Peyton, their new math unit. I know, that sounds terrible. Today, we begin our new math unit. We're going to go the distance. We're going to have gallons of fun all day long. We'll be measuring time and space of our classroom and one another. Take out your bath. Take out your math journals. Judy did not even have to search her desk or backpack. She pulled out her math journal from the top of the nice, neat stack inside of her desk. What were some what are some tools that we might use to measure things with? Mr. Todd asked. Hannah raised her hand. Ruler. Dylan raised her hand. A yardstick. 
Jessica. Wait. Um, what's his name? D Dylan. Dylan raised her. Dylan raised his hand. A yardstick. Jessica Finch raised her hand. A measuring cup. Judy wanted to participate like Jessica Finch. A string, Judy called out. Judy, did you forget to raise your hands? asked Mr. Todd. Oof. Judy stretched her hand in the air. Yes, asked Mr. Todd. I was going to say Elizabeth Blackwell, woman of science, ruler, said Judy, holding up her favorite ruler, but then somebody said ruler, so I was thinking we could measure something with a piece of string. Very good, said Mr. Todd. In ancient times, the length of your foot or the width of your thumb could be used to measure things. Judy stuck her hand in the air again. Mr. Todd, she started with her hand still raised, do you know that the longest guitar is 38 feet and 2 inches? 38? I guess. That doesn't that doesn't make any sense. But okay, whatever. It's... Well, it, might, it might be just the size of the pencil. Yeah. Maybe yeah, maybe. It says right here on my yardstick of bubblegum box. Uh, thank you, Judy. That is interesting. He rolled the chalk in his hands. But let's try not to interrupt. I raised my hand, said Judy. That's a good start, but please wait to be called on. Mr. Todd held up a jar of something that looked like rice. He wrote on the board, one inch equals three grains of barley. Judy raised her hand again. Mr. Todd peered over his glasses. Yes, Judy. The longest grain of rice is eight and a half millimeters, I'm pretty sure. She, she's like interrupting chicken from that book, said Brody. Judy's face got hot. Her ears turned as red as a turtle. Her red-eared slider, that is. Let's work on not interrupting, Brody, said Mr. Todd. He turned back on the board. In Old England, the king made a rule that if you took three giant grains of barley and put them end to end, it could make an inch. Judy could not help but think about the world's longest roller coaster and the world's longest mustache. She could not help thinking about the world's longest sandcastle and the world's longest banana split. She could not help but wondering if the yardstick of bubblegum was the world's longest piece of bubblegum. Judy shivered. She felt a chill. Probably the cold wind blowing in from the back of the room. Antarctica. Snot sickles. Judy sat on her hands. She did not want to be an interrupting chicken. And she did not want to take a zip trip to the skidoo land of the snow and ice where her only friends would be uh, nematodes. At last, Class 3T got up and out of their seats. They scribbled estimates in their journals. They measured the room in human feet. They measured Mr. Todd's desk in thumbs. They measured their pencils in grains of barley. My pencil is 22 and a half barleys, said Frank, counting the eraser. Class 3T figured that Frank's pencil was almost seven and a half inches. They measured the length of the peanut of peanut the guinea pig, the distance oh, I can't stop yawning. The distance from the pencil sharpener to the window and the time it took to walk, not run, from class three T to the principal's office and back. They learned that some way cool measurements, oh, they learned some way cool measurements. George Washington's nose on the Mount Rushmore was 20 feet long. The Statue of Liberty was 12, torch, the Statue of Liberty torch was 12 feet and 7 inches long. Do you know who gave the United States the gift of the Statue of Liberty? 
France. Yeah. Um, Chesapeake Bay Bridge was 92,928 feet long. They found out that the United States was 3,000 miles long and the distance from Earth to the sun was nearly 93 million miles. Great job today, class, said Mr. Todd. Tomorrow we will measure things in hands, cubits, and licks. Judy raised yeah. her hand. She waited for Mr. Todd to call on her. No licks. Please. Licks? Does that sound like we get to eat ice? That, that, does that mean that we get to get ice cream, she asked? Mr. Todd chuckled. Well, I'm afraid not. A lick is the distance between your tip of your thumb to the tip of your index finger. Oh, like this. So it happens like when you make an L. Interesting. I didn't or know that. Mark with your yeah, or check mark. Judy's pencil was two and a quarter licks. Her women's her women of science ruler was four licks. Her yardstick of bubblegum was twelve licks. Over the weekend, thinking of something you'd like to measure, or over the weekend, think of something that you'd like to measure and come up with a unique way to measure it. On Monday, we're going to make our own rulers. Rocky was going to measure his iguana Houdini using a deck of cards. Frank was going to measure his breakfast waffles and forks. Ju Jessica Finch was measuring the ultimate speller's dictionary in magic straws. How about you, Judy? You're being awful quiet, said Frank. Judy itched. A bad mood twitch, remembering to raise her hand and not speak in class and be like Jessica. Jessica Finch all of the time was making her jumpy. Trying to be in a good mood all the time was making her grumpy. But she could not be a grumpalumpagus if she wanted to stay away from Antarctica. So she made a joke. I'm going to measure my spaceship. You know, the one that I flew on in the pod from, in, with the pod people from outer space. Everybody half laughed. Kidding, said Judy. I'll probably measure this stink using sugar packets. Mm-hmm, that's true. That's actually a good idea. By the time Judy got home, she was in a tizzy. Don't don't mess with that. Okay, so Peyton actually just brought over her um her caterpillars and they're cocooning but here's the problem you keep messing with it and that one looks for sure dead yeah i know okay poor guy um okay her hair was a f uh, by the time judy got home she was in a tizzy her hair was in a frizzy and her brain was in a dizzy with bad mood thoughts grr she judy moody was in an almost mood she checked her mood her checked her mood ring. It was awful dark under there where the purple nail polish was chipped off. Judy had a heart-to-heart -heart with Mouse. This being in a good mood all the time thing sure is hard, Mouse. And all my friends think I'm some kind of a weirdo. I should just give up right now. Nobody even would know. Mouse hid her eyes behind her paws. You're right, Mouse. I'd know. Mouse sniffed and squeezed. I know, I know, Mouse. If I quit now, I might as well move to Antarctica and live in an iceberg. Judy picked up a ball of dark blue yarn. Knit, knit, knit. Loop de doop de doop. At least she had yarn to knit with again. Thanks to her so-called not alien friends, her chain of fingers knitting was longer and getting longer and longer, and it went down the stairs and around the banister and all over the coat tree and into the living room where it would wound its way around the leg of the couch. The dark blue ball of yarn 
was used up in no time. Judy climbed up to her top bunk with a ball of purple yarn. She cast off of her thumb. Soon, a lacy purple chain piled up in her lap. Purple, the color of kings and queens, and creative ones, the color of a mood ring painted joyful. Purple always put joy, joy, put Judy in a better mood. Suddenly, she had an idea, a royal idea, a plum idea, a lilac lavender idea, not eggplant idea, peanut butter and jelly. Uh, she, Judy Moody, would paint her some old chicken pox polka dot wall purple. That way, at least her room would be in a good mood all the time. All she had to do now was ask the you-know-whos. Judy found Mom downstairs playing words with frenemies on the computer. Dad was helping Stink with homework. Mom? Dad? Judy begged. She got down on her knees. Please say yes. Pretty please with peanut butter and jelly fingers say yes. Don't say yes, said Stink. I bet she's going to ask you to take her to Fern Fangs to get an Australian sugar goiter or something. Okay, that's actually cute. Okay, that's actually cute. Or something, said Judy. What even is a sugar goiter? It's like a flying squirrel with big, bulgy eyes from Australia. You can have one as a pet as long as you don't live in four, in a four-syllable state. California. Ah, crumbum. We can't have them. Huh? You know, California. Oh, it's funny. I just did that. New Mexico, Massachusetts. New Mexico, Massachusetts. Wait, New Mexico. That's only three. Wait, New Mexico. Oh, duh, that's four. Oh, my gosh. I'm a ding-dong. And parts of Minnesota. Weird, said Judy. Well, we're not getting a flying sugar glider, Mom said, or any other Australian marsupial. So if that's the question, the answer is no. No, I'm not even asking for a sugar glider, said Judy. We're not going to say yes until we hear the question, said Dad. Well, I was going to ask if I can paint my room. Maybe the wall behind my bunk bed? I was thinking purple. Why not, said Mom. Sure, said Dad. I have a bunch of paint, paint samples in the garage. You pick a color and we'll do it this weekend. Really? So that's a yes, Judy asked? Just like that? Just like that, said Dad. You should have gone f for the flying sugar glider, said Stink. <laughs> that's funny. Because she asked for something and just easy peasy, lemon squeezy, she, he said yes. And he was like, geez, if you're going to ask for something, it should have been easy. should have just gotten something hard. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that little goat is so cute. It looks like a cow, kind of. I know. It's like a cow goat. It's so cute. So we went to Barnes & Nobles today, and we picked up, so far we picked up 10 of the 35 Heidi Heckelbeck books, and we ordered all of the rest <laughs> oh, yeah, on Amazon. And then Peyton also got the Babysitter's Little Sister book, number one, because she really likes it. That's going to be her creative reading, right? And mm -hmm. my little sister. Yeah, and she got, like, actually a really cute stuffed goat. If you goat. go to Reading, go to Bergen Nobles. Well, they all have the same stuff, so. They all have the same stuff, so even no. if they go to a local Barnes & Nobles, they have the same um, goat. They don't? One time we went to Barnes & Nobles, and I went to my dad's house. After, and I went to go, I asked him to go to Barnes and Nobles, um, mm -hmm. to, to another town because he went to that park. Oh, yeah, Ukiah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, to another town, and we went to Barnes and Nobles, and they didn't have, um, what I, so I got a different book. Dang, 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 man. Well, you know what the cool thing is? When we're back in Sonoma County, if one Barnes and Nobles doesn't have it, we can just go to another one because they're everywhere. And chances are we could even go to, like, San Francisco Barnes & Nobles because I bet they have tons. Oh, 
the cutest baby. That is so cute. All right, kiddo. Okay, thank you. Your goat smells good. <laughs>